film, if I'm Recording honest. Recording in progress. Uh, sorry, that was it. It sounded like you were taking evidence against us there, Mitch. You're right. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. They said Friday the 13th part 8. I've got to record this. <laughs> uh, motherfucker, New Line's going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Cunningham um, is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. It's so ridiculous. Jason comes back to life from electricity, for God's sake. He gets shocked back to life. You have an array of elaborate deaths. You have death by, I'm assuming, sewage water, because that's what it looks like. Um, you have death by spear, which it didn't look like it went that deep until he rammed it in. Um, death by guitar. Uh, what were the others? There's loads. There's loads of them. It's just so fun. It's just really, really fun, and it's it's reached a level at this point in the franchise where it's so ridiculous that you just absolutely go with it. And the be- the best argument for it, it's got a dog that lives. Yes. Wow, lives. that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. They never live. Exactly. As you say, this one because of this point, they have basically when they when they sit down the writer, they go. Right, let's we'll bring him back the life somehow. Deaths, let's go to lunch. Knock it out in one. It's the is the most tenuous of links between the Jason films at this point. I mean, as you say, he gets back brought back to life with a blast of electricity at the start with the couple uh, with the Jason prank. I mean, forget the fact that it's it's Camp Crystal Lake, so it's a lake. How much underwater electricity? How much work? How much underwater pipage are they laying across the lake at a campsite for this to be an issue? They go down, they drill into it. It sparks like they fucking hit an oil line. It just goes up. It's And from there, we're like, okay, yeah. We're not even going to pretend that we have any kind of concept of how things actually work in the real world for this film. And we are off and running to the races. As I say, Jason takes Manhattan. Jason takes... A fairly long cruise and then spends yeah spend 15 20 minutes in manhattan at the end yeah. so jason, jason takes his sweet ass time to get to manhattan <laughs> Listen. That's, that's, really that's, that's fine though otherwise all we have is jason goes to manhattan chase after people and they run off because they're in a city the thing is him getting from the boat to manhattan was he underwater that entire time because is he coming up for breath? Because when he gets off, when he gets on the dock, he sounds really out of breath. So yeah, was... he, he must be breathing. So how just... how has he like evaded them Gosh. this entire Gosh. way? We may be the only world. people that have ever thought about this. <laughs> he also has water trauma. So like, how is he doing? Have we checked in with him before he's killing people? We did not because right. we're rude. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Jason no one cares about Jason help. and his feelings. <laughs> Listen, that's why he's mad. No one asked. No one cared. And he was like, well, then I'm going to kill you all. Like- <laughs> yeah, this this is actually just the whole franchise. It's just a critique of the social care industry. It's our fault. <laughs> totally. yeah, Truly. Yeah. We did this. We made it. We Check did this to your friends and seriously. We deserve it. Listen. <laughs> uh, Mitch, I'm getting the impression that you might not have liked Jason takes Manhattan as much as I did. It's so boring. It is not boring. Oh my God. It, <laughs> is, it is 100 minutes and there are 42 kills. And there is also not one single fuck I give. 
about it. Wow. It's not even that, like, he, like, minces around and doesn't even end up in Manhattan because they don't go to Manhattan. It's in fucking Vancouver. It's like Jason takes generic city USA. But <laughs> all it is is just slow motion shots of Jason's hand picking up various items. It's, oh, it's like a B&Q advert. It's so boring. <laughs> all of the oh. kills suck. It's, no. Right, take us through the kills then. I did, I did at the beginning. Were you not listening? <laughs> I didn't hear <laughs> this was a podcast. Kills. Not one cool kills. <laughs> I, I will say Chris did pick up on this point in that more so than any other Friday the 13th film, Jason tends to be quite light-footed in this one and kind of sneaking around. And it's like, well, it's not really your style, is it, Jason? You need to be back. Uh, it's, it's abysmal acting. I will say it's awful acting. It's terrible, but it's so funny. That scene when she's in the um, in the disco room, when she's gone down and she's looking from side to side, like that concept was just the worst. But I, I love it. Him. It's just so stupid. I hate that scene. She <laughs> she runs from him and then she does like the classic spin on the disco floor, like we're in prom night. And I'm like, no, you have problems. You should be hiding. Prom night like, vibes. Twirling, <laughs> twirling. Oh no, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> She did drop some powder like two hours ago, though. So maybe that's just in her system still. She should have like, got it out of her system two hours later. Surely. She might be taking bumps like in between chase sequences. You don't know. <laughs> just running. Just don't maybe. judge Kelly who, who. Is it Kelly who? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And she aren't just... there only, it seems like there's only 20 people in that graduating class, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what did they graduate from? I'm confused because we didn't know those made lines. It. That... I mean, think, think, think how many people he's knocked off in previous episodes. I, there can't be that many people willing to live around there anymore. That's probably it. Like, probably twenty people. That's They're the only people left still left stuck there. It's <laughs> they can't be that smart. In, yeah. in any horror film where you are, you're certain there's going to be a de- like. I, I don't know if you guys might not know this, but we have a soap called EastEnders, and every Christmas something happens on EastEnders where somebody dies or there's a disaster it's like you would go away for christmas and just come back when everything's kicked off and it's all fine and you're not dead that should be the same with horror movie franchises if something's happening in a town like crystal lake woodsbrook get out for a bit and come back when it's all done listen my grad school had a hell mouth underneath i'm pretty sure so i left texas (laughs) wow yeah because that was the worst thing in texas sure You are still for offending everyone tonight, aren't you, Mitch? They want the hot takes. I mean, I just don't understand how you can say this one's got good girls when all Jason does is fucking yeet people places. He's just like, oh, he'll into the electrical panel. Oh, he's going to slit someone's throat. Oh, it's in slow motion. Oh, wait, he uses the back of a machete. The oh, <laughs> maybe that's an maybe, inventive kill. Maybe so Kane Hodder was done at this point, and he maybe might Kane just used the side of his hand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. Okay, well, I mean, another plus is that you do get a bit of backstory in regard to they, they give you the feelings for Jason. Why are you making that face? Yeah, yeah. What is that face you're on your face? About, you're talking about poor little swamp boy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on little swamp boy. That's the musical he was auditioning for while he was in Manhattan. Oh, mm. <laughs> for a little swap. Oh, 
What's wrong with poor little swan boy? Appearing in the mirror? theme where he yeah. comes out of the mirror looks like it might be like a Broadway production. Because it literally looks like he's in stars in their eyes. And he's like, tonight I'd like to be poor little swan boy Jason. So he's, stupid. He's also got so the weakest grip as well. His weakest proper, his grip, sorry. He's proper tiny. He can't grab hold of a neck. His hands are too weak. Well, let's not be ableist. Like, it's, it's, it's a poor disabled boy who's been drowned in a lake. Been his face is like disabled, not his hand. His hand's fine. After being drowned that much? It might have shrunk in the water as time's gone on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you, are, you, are you saying it's Jason 13, Jeremy Beadle? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you, a lot are, are, the other guys might not get that reference. <laughs> we'll tell you about anyone, Jeremy Beadle anyone later. Who, yeah, anyone who doesn't get that will just have to Google Jeremy Beadle. Small I hand. will. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, no. the, did you want to talk a little bit about the backstory there? And... Um, the, I mean, the backstory being that uh, the the main character, um, Rennie, and I remember that because it's an indigestion tablet. Ah. Um, she <laughs> she uh, had an experience as a child where we find out that a cruel, sadistic, horrible uncle threw into the lake the to try and yeah, it was horrible, right? Um, to make her swim, and she, while she was down there, got pulled down by Jason. So she kind of has a bit of sympathy for him. But ultimately, nah. He's kind of killed a whole bunch of people. I don't really know if I can have much sympathy for him either. Well, I mean, this, this is the thing. They did, they did drown him. It wasn't like, you know, that's right. Yeah. The, the original, he got, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So what Mama did was, I could see that. But like, this is decades later. Come on, Jason. Listen, listen. Let it go. No. I too almost drowned at summer camp the one year I went, and I would not okay what he's doing. I would say, you know what, Jason, you're out of pocket. You can't kill people for dying. That's just rude. It's disrespectful. Some like, people handle trauma differently to others. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is what fair. he's doing. This is how he's living his life. Bless them. <laughs> living his best life. Sure, as yeah, long I mean, as he's not, as long as he's not hurting himself or other. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh. Mm. all right. Well. That's the wrap. <laughs> we got you there. <laughs> right. But I mean, overall, I, I I love this film. This was this was the most watched Friday the Thirteenth film when I was a kid. This is what always seemed to be on, and what I was always catching above any others that be made, which is weird because I was only like eight at the time or something. That's the thing. BBC always seemed to be showing this particular one so it's it seemed perfectly fine as you say with with the film's book ending the festival and being shown out of order it is very much fit into our yeah this is i saw this probably 10 times before i'd ever saw, seen the original friday the 13th yeah sure mm-hmm. yeah i mean you can see why it was on tv though is because like obviously after what is it new blood the one that's before this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah carrie, carrie versus jason seven yeah, yeah. So that, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that was like eviscerated by the MPAA, and they took out all of the gore stuff. So when they came to shoot this one, even though it had the biggest budget of all, they were just like, "We just won't shoot it." They'll Is that the biggest it. budget? Yeah, I think so. The, the, oh, well, God. thus far. Oh wow! They hired a whole boat. <laughs> I, it's the dog. The, the dog was expensive. It was a very good dog. Very well behaved. So that dry fucking ice behind that, all that fog they put that boat into? Like, I don't know how they navigated. 
<laughs> they were doomed before Jason showed up. <laughs> the fog. The original title, The Fog. The yeah. Fog, yeah. Kyle Carpenter <laughs> said no. <laughs> so they were like, maybe it is. <laughs> I did have um, a little bit of a flashback watching it again and realizing that I used to dress like Rennie in the 90s with the kind of silky blouses and the waistcoats and stuff. I looked like a right dick. She looked like a dick in that get up. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's, it's like curtains. We were dressing in curtains. It weren't fucking Von Trapp family. <laughs> and we thought it was okay. I know. I know. Even do you remember blossom hats? I had about oh, three yes. blossom hats with like the big flowers on the front. Yeah. What were I doing? I, I look back at those pictures and I'm just like, we were not taken care of. Like, where were the parents to be like, you don't need to wear these curtains. It's okay to not wear curtains. Be your own person. Um, <laughs> this could be your Jason trauma. This could be your drowned in a lake. Could oh my God, this. it is. I you strangle people, people with curtains. Yeah. Because <laughs> this economy is all you can afford. Like, right. <laughs> that's the weapon of the future. <laughs> copyrighted. We're copyrighting that right now, right here. No one steal it. Okay, bye. Listen. <laughs> Serial killer wandering around with a big massive blossom hat on. Hey, it could work. It could work. People on the lanai. I'd watch it. I would watch the killer from under the brim. Under the curtain. Yeah. Like that Billy Porter. Yes. Exactly. It has to be like Nick Carter. Exactly like Nick Carter. It's happening. No, you thought you could get away with that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, didn't you used to have curtains like that at one time? Yeah. You should play him. I could do you it. should get I you. Yeah. Right, no, I watched, I, I saw uh, the most like scarring fucking meme, literally like mid festival last weekend, where it was like a side by side of like how you think you look like with your late 90s center parted curtains and how you actually look like. And it was a fucking side by side of, I think it was like Nick Carter and then Adam, what's his name? Adam Sandler. And then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, but that is me. I'm the one I Listen, don't be offended and hurt by memes. TikTok just tells me I'm shit every day yes. for being the age I am and that I dress like I'm still in 2000s and 90s, which, yeah, I mean, yeah. I do. You're not in 1989 anymore, so at least you've advanced a bit. <laughs> true, true. But yeah, um, I'd say in conclusion, this is the best one out of all y'all. So, so would you say? I mean, it is a um, it's a Fear Street staple to um, staple to the mast. A hot take. What would you say your hot take is for uh, Jason? Takes uh, a long time to get off a boat. <laughs> Jason meanders. Jason takes a <laughs> cruise. The disrespect in this room. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, my hot take is that this is the best of the Friday the 13th franchise. All of them. That might be the hottest take there could be for this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get you some aloe vera for that. <laughs> so hot, no one else to touch it. <laughs> it's like smoking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think... Can we just talk about the ending, though? Because yeah. that fucking end, like, but pr prior to, because I think we all get, like, obfuscated by, like, good doggo. Like, that is just going to win everyone over. Yeah. And I do yeah. think maybe yeah. that's what's happened in this film. You've just erased, like, a 98 minutes of film just for, like, the little good boy at the end. 
Um, I don't think you should be speaking for me on how I feel about this film. (laughs) I think that's up to me to decide. I'm just going to say I have Zoom host privileges, so. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. The the ending where Jason like randomly goes all spew city and just like starts Hurricane Katrina-ing out of his mouth for no reason. Because he sees his mummy in a tidal wave of toxic waste. What? Well, it's it's supernatural. It's like part supernatural. So it's having the water come back is like bringing up trauma and it's making him feel like he's drowning again. Plus he's also it's, taking it's it all aid. in. He's taking it all in when he's been flooded with toxic <laughs> waste through the sewers in New York as ho- as ho- happens every night, I imagine. That's genuinely... <laughs> In Jason's defense, if I was in the sewer doing my own thought shit and I saw my mom, I too would need a moment. Um, <laughs> because I'd be like, how'd she get here? What has happened? Have I done too much? Yeah. She gets sick. Yeah. You don't. I'm sold. I no, you know what? You've you've won me over. But I, what I will implore everyone to, to to go and check out is have you all seen the alternate ending? No. Which doesn't really change anything, no. but it does add a lovely little cut in, okay? Where, so obviously, like, Jason's puking water out of his mouth, okay? And there is a cut in of a tiny little kiddie Jason, like a little boy Jason, crawling out of Melty Muppet Jason's mouth. And they built, like, a full prosthetic, like, Muppet mouth where water would pour out of it, like like the behind the scenes in Titanic, right? And oh, they had a poor little boy try and fly him out of his mouth. Check it out. It is fucking wild, and it should be. That in the sounds amazing. It does. <laughs> I'm happy Trin and Daniel's faces were caught on this because as you were saying that, I looked down. <laughs> that is nightmare fuel. Oh my I god, I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably better than we got, but now. I must quickly confess, it's been a few years since I've watched it and I rewatched it the other day. And I might have fallen asleep at the end because I'm 41. <laughs> That's not helping our case in any way, no, shape, I'm, I'm very old. I'm very, very old. There's a lot of overtime. So I'm very tired all the time. Um, but at the end, am I correct in saying that there's a camera angle that looks like Jason is coming towards them, but it turns out to be the dog? Yes. Mm. Right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was right on that. And not imagining yes, you're it. correct. I was like, is he crawling towards them? We're making choices left <laughs> and right. And then it was a dog. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost good filmmaking. <laughs> it's the almost. <laughs> oh. Shady. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. We're, we're, we're going to get onto your choice. There oh, will maybe. be words. Shall we, have you got <laughs> any, any, any final uh, confessions to make for... Uh... Jason takes Manhattan. Not even no, I think I think I not so much Chris have said all that needs to be said <laughs> about Jason takes Manhattan. Chris, um, I'm, I'm, I was hearing a support a supporting supporting loving husband role for the for this <laughs> for this pick. But I like it. Jason takes Manhattan. But we discussed off air what my what my favourite Friday the Thirteenth film is. And I think people would have been even more annoyed and upset if we'd have gone, <laughs> we'd have gone I mean, down that route. Your hot take could just be, I don't like this film, this one's better. I mean, I think that's pretty scolding. But tell, them, tell them your favourite, Chris. Go on. My favourite, I love Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> everyone else's favourite. Like, while we're here, there's 90 movies for Jason. What's everybody else's favourite? Jason X. That's fair. Two. Oh, part two. 
two is two is good. Two is a Fellini movie, as we said on our episode. Like compared to the rest, he's like, good. Two is good. Yeah. It's uh, really good. It, it's the best. Even though, like, I love Mrs. Voorhees because, like, I want Same. more women stabbing people. But like, yes. two is like, look, what are we trying to plot? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that looks good on you. And they're like, <laughs> never again. <laughs> um, I I don't know what my favorite is. It's the one after Corey Feldman's one. Whatever, yeah. What after that? Yeah, what happens in it? Um, I don't know. It's the one. Oh no, it's the one with the um, the oh the couple in the gas station. No, the the older like white married couple in the trailer, and Jason like kills them, and he puts his head in the lettuce because they own a grocery store. It's been forever since I've seen it. I don't. I don't love Friday the Thirteenth series. It's kind. It's kind of honest. ringing a bell. I can't. It is. There mm-hmm. are the, the the trailer in particular mm-hmm. is. I want to say it's six. Let me yeah. look it up real quick. Because yeah, I don't know. But Friday the Thirteenth is not my favorite franchise. It's, it's not the best <laughs> franchise, I will say. Um, <laughs> there are far better ones out there. It's but Jason it's Lynch. It's not because that's why we picked this one because it's the best objectively the best slasher sequel in i spit on your grades podcast tm that's um, that's what you said yeah yeah, yeah. So but, not, but not franchise i think as a franchise it's a sure. bit it's a bit it's weak. A, yeah exactly it's you can be a great film and not be a great fan and you know right. yeah for, no, for nostalgia reasons we love jason tate's van Hatton. yes um we're sick of your bad mouth in it mitch that's it you know what we're done I'm going to back down, <laughs> because I did love this as a kid. And that, like, hero shot of him in Times Square is fucking cool. And we've not even mentioned the it's boxing scene. pretty great. Which is oh the, bo- the the thing I love about the boxing scene The is- boxing scene, the head! Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> while, while it's insane, I like the fact they put the attention to detail, the fact they bloody his hands up, as if exactly as, as they would be. That's his hands are bloody fake. as fuck. That is not fake. So apparently, <laughs> so a, 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 a film, an actual choice is just lucky that they managed. To, <laughs> so he actually claim hurt himself. Yeah. So the actor that played is it Julius? Yeah. The Julius. actor yeah. that played him is like a semi-professional boxer, and Kane Hodder was like, "Well, just go at me. I've got padding on. Just go at me. We'll take it in a long shot." Um. So that like um that like panning shot on the uh, on the rooftop, he's just going at him. Um. That was all like not thrown punches like he's actually going for it wow and then the close-up was actual like bloody knuckle maybe they embellished it a bit but he did get cut the fuck up for that maybe maybe this is the best one dedication i know the 80s were wild i know this franchise is wild but (laughs) if i were directing a movie i don't think i'd let them just like fight like i'd be like you know what let's not (laughs) i'm speaking out of turn i know i'm not a director daniel If, if we should up to your set and we're like, let's just gonna fucking fight. What what how would you feel? What would you say? What is your course? <laughs> um, I would sit and really listen to the actor and then try and dissuade them from the fight and then make it think it was their idea. There you go. <laughs> That's how you direct. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse psychology always works. <laughs> yes, my favorite is six. It's Jason Lives and Tommy Jarvis comes back to reincarnate right. or to uh, cremate the corpse and and ends up accidentally bringing it back to life. Also electricity, right? It's uh, also well, it's yeah. it's a lightning strike. Yes, yes. Thank God. I'm thinking this is unique. This now this yeah. mother comes back every time. Yeah, right. a few <laughs> times. 
he's like a Charmander. If you hit him with electricity, he's gonna like get up and fight. Look. <laughs> Makes note to take that clip out. We learned you something just give me a clean soundbite of Jason's like a Charmander. <laughs> Jason is a Pokemon. Yeah. You gotta catch him. Catch him Jason up. is a Charmander. Gotta kill, kill him. Kill them all. <laughs> gotta kill them all. Oh. All right. I think we've heard enough of that drippy motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> let's move it on. Ten years? Nine years, I believe. Uh, um, to... Yeah. Daniel, what have you brought to yes. the table for us? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What am I for? waiting for, huh? Listen, I'm a Jennifer Love huge <laughs> fan of this movie. Um, this is, uh, I still know what you did last summer. Like, I love let's, it. Let's go to a tropical resort. Let's, <laughs> let's have. You know, let's um let's have an uncredited Jack Black guest star, like huge role. Let's have Brandy. Let's bring Brandy. Let's get let's Listen. Jack, let's, Jack let's Black. get Brand. Well, yeah, let's get let's get Brandy involved. Like, let's let Jennifer Love Hewitt fly the way she was always meant to. Let's have pointless, endless sort of jump scares, especially uh, what a ridiculous ending that makes no sense. <laughs> Let's have a let's have a let's have a a, a play of like of um uh, uh oh gosh using using the killer's name like killer introducing a killer Benson. family and then Will Ben's son <laughs> let let's have Genius. um let's have, let's have a dance club moment like that's blasting orgy and like the killers in the dance club yes like let's do it let's do it all tropical storm. Like oh. just throw, like let's introduce the tanning bed like kill idea. Let's have Jennifer Love Hewitt sing on the soundtrack. Let's ha let's have her do it. You know, what should be the tagline? Let's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jennifer not? Esposito too. We can't forget about her. Jennifer her. Esposito is like uh, playing like angsty bartender. Let's have Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt sing within the movie. Let's have the killer change the lyrics on the karaoke machine. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, gonna do that. Let's have someone forget the lyrics to "I Will Survive." No, that's, Julie that James would never happen. That might be the thing that irritates me most in this entire <laughs> yes. film. Let's have it all based on like a radio, a, a radio contest, and getting the capital of Brazil incorrect. <laughs> no, no, I'll stop you there because what else I could you want? I still hold that Rio is the capital of Brazil. What the fuck is Brazil? Actually, Brazil is not a thing. No, you're right. You're right. I'm the capital is Rio. Happen. Yeah. You're right. It is never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I feel in order to get Americans to win something, you have to be waiting for the wrong answer, though. Like, that's just me after being yes. here my whole life. Um, we right. give you wrong answers and no solutions. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. The first time I watched this movie, I was like, yeah, Rio, it's it. Me too. I, 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 I was like, oh, right. I, I was like, I think I'm, I thought it was something else, but I know that I'm wrong. You know? I do, I do wonder how many people, uh, when, when they said that the answer was correct, were just sat there going, well, that's not right. And not clicking on that something was wrong and just thought they were being idiots and got it wrong. I doubted, I doubted myself because I was homeschooled. So I was like, I don't know shit. What do I know? And then they were like, ha it's wrong. I'm like, no. Trust in the ignorance of a majority, <laughs> always. <laughs> I think this is I think this is such a bonkers second choice for uh, to for a franchise. And I love that it takes wild tropical swings and sometimes and 
I didn't question it. I saw it very young. I saw it in theaters. My parents took me and I didn't question a minute of it. And I, I, I didn't question whether I loved it or not. I just knew that I had to, you know, and I still do. <laughs> I still I'm love it. I'll always love it. <laughs> I, I like the way it explains the ending of the first in just like a quick moment that you wouldn't know unless you'd seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm still having those dreams again. Oh, it was a dream. The <laughs> dream. But also, the I just, I love a movie that, that, you know, the first 10 minutes is her confessing to her priest. And then it's the killer saying, like, I love when we say the title. I know he doesn't say, I still know what you thought, but I love him say, saying, I know what you did last summer. And then, like, there's a big <laughs> scream. And she screams. And the you should watch back. The way Jennifer Love Hewitt screams and rattles that desk yeah, and kicks the, kicks the chair in front of her. Like, there's no dream anyone's ever had that's going to make her scream that much. But you know what? I support you, Julie James. And also, <laughs> I will say... All the college stuff was filmed at USC where I went to college. So this really deeply personal film for me um, and objectively the best. That's my time. I I mean, I think what what you've summarized from that is that this film is like capital C camp across the board. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you think it's like, it's basically 2002 Scooby-Doo, but with like more (laughs) fish hook cutting. A little more gore. It's like yeah, just, but only a little. trying hard. <laughs> Listen, he's hard. like, I don't care if people are dying. We got on vacation, so we can get it on. We can get it on. Friend is dead in our bed, but I said what I said, and I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of our jacuzzi. You like <laughs> bodies to the left, girlfriend to the right. Thank you. Like. <laughs> That is so accurate. <laughs> he had one goal, and I was like, you know what? Get you an objection. Get you an objective. <laughs> That's my yeah. word. Like, get an objective and stick with it. Yeah, focus. He is uh, consistent, and I will give him that. Listen. Yes. Is so it, is Julie. Um, sorry, sorry, Tay. No, no, go ahead. Sorry, it's your film. You go ahead. You go, you go. I, I oh, was bullshit. just going to say, is it too early to start the Jack Black discussion? Because... I mean, seeing it years later, it it is a bit of a shocker. I won't it lie. Is. It's that, like, is. that wig of yarn and It's said, hard. It's hard. I it he jumped hard. out. And that's when the horror movie really started. Because he came out of the water like Jaws with that wig on. And I was like, oh no, this is so scary. What have we done? <laughs> he also his death his death is pretty painful, and I really believe him. Like his he gets what I think it's his hand gets stabbed gets by like the guard shears, yeah. yeah. And every every time he screams, I feel it. Like I really, I, it hurts. I, I can't think of another film where Jack Black has been in a, a like a horror film. I think this is the only. This, apart I, this, from, we don't. This count was my first intro- introduction. We don't count response, but I could talk about that all day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's up? Oh, there were school of rock it alone. Alone. It's a grooming. Um, it's a horror film. No, <laughs> if, if there's more than five children present, it's a horror movie. I'm with Mitch. I agree with that. I'm going to say more than three children, but that's just me oh. personally. Mm-hmm. I no, that's children of corn, basically. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I mean, like, are we fans of Jack Black in this chat? Because I, I, I am. I love Jack Black. Yeah. I love Jack I Black. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. he's good evidence okay. for pro-choice, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I have learned to. 
look the other way on this one because like he's done nothing else personally to me except for this wig and this movie and so i'm just like if we can pretend it didn't happen i'm fine with jack black as a person i'm Plus, really this, this is when jack black was first coming out as well um this was like tenacious, tenacious D, early tenacious yes. era so he didn't i'm not i don't want to say he didn't know better he probably did know better um I, he must feel shit about it every time he sees a screenshot of it, to be honest. I would. I, hope so. I feel awful. That's my first question. I'm like, I know we're going to talk something else, but also that weekend, I still know you last summer. Who, right. who did it to you? Name names. I will, I will say, I watched this film so many times, and I can't tell you, I've also fast forwarded through his scenes so many times. I'm yeah. just like, oh, yeah. Fair. It's, it can Fair. be a challenge. It can be a real challenge. <laughs> you do have to, you have to wonder who went, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's exactly the character. idea. That's exactly what we're looking for. And that's the thing, though, because he could have gone one of three. He's either gone on and they've gone, no, we need it more, in which case, Jesus. Or he's gone, they've gone, or he's gone on and they've gone, yeah, that's completely what we were looking for, in which case you go, fucking hell, who signed that off? Or there's a danger he went on and they went, wipe that off. Wash that off yeah. now. And I was like, right, okay, tone that down. That is too, that is too much. Either way, when it's not, it's not. Good. He's genuinely not in the credits. He's not credited. Is he not? Oh. He's not. Good for which him. Which I think is genius. <laughs> good for him. At some point, him or his agent was like, nope. No. We going <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah, because that's what he just claims he's never in. They go, oh yeah, you're in. I still know. No. Nope. No. 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 The Mariah Carey gif. I don't yeah. know her. It I is just walking. I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> she I sounds like, lovely. I would like to say though, uh, that like, I mean, actually, for the purpose of this film's defense, I have gone on ancestry.com and I have paid yes. full on yes, twenty-four did. pounds for a mononucleate heritage test. And the results are that Jack Black is 2.4% Dominican. Stop! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, all yeah, of your criticisms really, are negated. This Sorry, really is it? the best. It, this one's the best. This yeah. one is the best now. Like, <laughs> if the only thing that's holding you back is... Check the DNA. Is White Dreads to check the DNA. <laughs> I, I love how you knew this was going to be an issue and went, no. I'm not standing for that. I'm going to do my research. I mean, like... I guess he's coming to the cookouts. It's fine. There's other racist stuff that's going on. I can't defend the random voodoo subplot, but okay. No. Listen. (laughs) Let's just take a second to appreciate the amazing cameos in this film. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably not going to be able to give you the name of him, but the voodoo gentleman is from Child's Play. And he said, yeah, and... um, yeah. I know Jeffrey his name. Coombs. Damn it. Jeffrey Coombs. Yes, Jeffrey that's Coombs. right. Yes. Yes. Chewing yep. the scenery. And yeah. I think chewing like, it. Even With though a knife and fork. Even though we don't see his, his like death per se, his death scene is so I got it's so fucking camp because one of the killers, we'll come to that in a minute, um, decided to just I'm just gonna do some like finger painting on the wall just to fuck with them. And that <laughs> uh, that cursive was tidy. Have you ever done <laughs> finger paint? Wow. It's not better than I could do. Listen. It's better than your next does. And I, I appreciate right. good calligraphy. Wow, you're right. I've never that, questioned it. I mean, when you're Ben's son, I guess you you need to like <laughs> the so yes. the voodoo guy is Bill Cobbs. Bill Cobbs. Bill Cobbs. Who's yes. a better actor than this movie deserved? <laughs> yeah, he's so good. 
I, and really I've, I have, I have, I, I hope I don't get arrested for this, but some of some of the, his dialogue I have stolen and used in other stuff that I've written because I just think it's just yeah. great. So when I watch I the Just the yeah. Cabin later this week, uh, I'll be like, mm -hmm, yeah. there it is. look for it. Yeah. <laughs> you all around the, cabin. <laughs> the, bit when she, the bit when she turns around and says, I still know what you did last summer. That just seemed really out of place, but now that makes sense. Yeah, no, I had to put it in. They did, but they did give Bill Cobbs the plot point. He tells them that they're they're wrong about the the cab. He's the one that says Brasilia. <laughs> That's the capital of Brazil, which is not. It's not. It's Rio. Let's just remember that. It's Rio, <laughs> yeah. he, there's one hot take we take away. It's that actually yeah. Rio de Janeiro is the capital. He was trying to help, but he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that people are being killed. He's gone. You know what? Forget that. The most important thing is you make sure you know the capital of Brazil before you die. <laughs> no, your geography. Yes. Uh, I one of the things I do have to give your movie because I'm I'm not the biggest last summer fan. One of the things I have to give your movie is that Brandy is a final girl, and they threw her through every piece of glass Everything. in the uh, building: tables, windows, rooftops, chairs, bookcases um, <laughs> made of glass. Somehow, listen, I don't know. At the, at the end, she says, "I'm made of steel." Listen. <laughs> Listen, she's like, I am Superman. Fuck him, and I'm I live with that narrative. Look, <laughs> this is a this is like late nineties, early two thousands. Brando was indestructible at the time. Yes. She could Proud do no wrong favorite. with anything. None. She was amazing. She popped up. It was like almost doesn't count. Everybody knows. I think I think what we need to remember is that Brandy did sing. I want to be down. And she got down. She went through every yeah, fucking window. She said, I'd do it for you. And she did it for us. Okay. What other wow. pop star? What other pop star? None of the Spice Girls could do this. Monica could not do this. No one. Monica couldn't. I got this, no. but she didn't get the part. Okay. Brandy said, the role is mine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which we get as a needle drop, do we? Mm-hmm. I like, can think of many pop stars I'd love to see smash for a bookcase. Ooh. Ooh. That shouldn't be the question this round. But <laughs> I mean, Ed, Ed, Ed Sheeran is straight through there, isn't it? He's yeah. straight through. I mean, I think if you yeah. had Ed Sheeran to this, that, like, we wouldn't be talking about Jack Black. Like, it would just be cancelable <laughs> purely by the sheer. Rob, Robbie Williams is currently in Qatar with the excuse of, oh, if I went somewhere, that, if I didn't play anywhere that has human rights abuses, I won't be able to play anywhere other than my kitchen. Fuck you, Robbie Williams. Fuck yeah. you. I've been inside that kitchen, mate. I've seen what's going on in there. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> but yeah, in, in conclusion to that, Brandy rocks. We love Brandy. Brandy. Love Brandy. Do you know what I love? Like, there's this extended chase sequence, and then obviously she falls through the conservatory window, and then she's just erased from the narrative. And like the third act reveals she's just not there, and at the end she just kind of wanders out. I love Doubles that. Because she'd be smart. She's probably been hiding, morning. like you should. Yeah. And you emerge when everything's calmed down. She's done the smart. Smart. Thing. No. I will say, in Jennifer Esposito's defense, she tried to do that, and then Julie and Brandy were like buzzing up in her hot spot. She's like, well, yes. "Man, now I'm caught." <laughs> Listen, Julie James get everybody killed but herself, and I'm mad about that. I my hot take for your movie because that's how I roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
my I'll, hot I'll take, take the fuck out of the other one. So. Listen, um, my hot take is this is the second movie in a row where Julie James is upstaged by her sidekick. And so we're like, why are you, why are you standing? What did you do to deserve to live? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I cried. And I'm like, I do that every day. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but do you do it spinning on the spot with your arm, arms astride in the rain? Nope. I get dizzy too early and I can't get my hair wet. But like, if not for those two things. There yes. it is. There it is. <laughs> you gotta get can like I a two birth fuckable shower. Just like uh, I ask, do, do her friends know what she's been through? So do they know about, I, oh no, mind you, no, they don't because she tells them, doesn't she? She tells oh, them when she's She tells them part, she tells yeah. them part. Yeah. She tells them part of it though, didn't she? Because Brandy said like, She's like, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me everything? So I think they know, they know part of it, but not but, a little bit. I don't, they know, I don't think they know, know he's still. I don't think they know he's still alive. Because I think even, that's even if that... you know part of it, why, as her friends, are you constantly jumping out on her? Because you're gonna know she's going through something. No, 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 no. Just it's, a little, it's a little, it's a little Black Christmas 2019. Where every time you see them, they're like, "Your trauma," and I'm like, <laughs> "My friends and I talk to each other." Like, <laughs> but like, you're my, you're my bestie, and let me tell you, if you had been through this trauma, I would be taking the piss out of you for it, and I would be. Yeah, but you wouldn't be jumping out on me. I doubt. I would. I would. She's taking our massive life insurance policy on her. She's like, I would if, spill I, get, the like, if I can get that. She's like, if I can get her to have a heart attack, 200 grand paid straight out. Constantly jumping out behind every corner. Yeah. So that's the reason. <laughs> that's the reason. Jeremy Beadle, he pays. <laughs> Reference still, you don't get, but it's very funny. Still have to Google that. When, when, Google when, you, that. when you guys look up Jeremy Beadle, just quickly, you need to look up an episode where he convinced a woman that aliens had landed in the UK <laughs> and she offered them a <laughs> cup of tea. Back back in the nineties, this was like the height of television on a Saturday night for us. It was hilarious, and it's so stupid, and they look terrible. So be prepared. It's not it's not a big production. It's awful. It's like anyway. sounds like it could use candy. Yeah, it's like, it's like on Brass Eye when they convinced. Oh my God, what was was it? Richard? Oh, who who sung? Who got the coffee enema up his ass? And um, some... Richard, you, you, any excuse for you to bring up this coffee enema? Brass Eye convinced Richard Blackwood, like dealer celebrity from the 90s, uh, that um, paedophiles could track children through the keyboard by putting sense through the keys. And every time they pressed nonsense, the nonsense, that's it, nonsense. Mm. And he, and he got, he got, he, he, he was on national television and he smelled a keyboard and he went, I can smell nonsense, can you? <laughs> See, Daniel, you're pulling that face. This is all legitimate. Some of the celebrities were actually yeah. wanting to sue Fucking because real. they've been tricked into doing it. The guy, they made yeah. look stupid. I'm, the I'm guy behind. so confused. It's so funny. Just, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, fun. It's, fun. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, anyway. Let's not get down to Chris Morris rabbit hole or no. Dr. Fox and Cake. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I'm going to tell my hot take for this film. Um, which is that this film, I still know what you did last summer, is better than I know what you did last summer because it cuts out all the bullshit um, because no one gives a fuck about the whole class divide between um, Ray mm. and Julie. Like, that's some that's some white nonsense. We don't want that. Uh, no one gives a fuck about that. And just, just endless running around and, like, teen trauma. No, put it on a fucking island and just put some no, goofy let's go to stormy eggs on an island, in a storm, and get them cut the fuck up. And put some 90s R&B over it, and put 
put my Kai Pfeiffer from Honey in it. And it's not from Honey. in this house. Yeah. And can we just all appreciate the absolute gall, gumption, audacity, and sheer extraness of 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 Ben Wilson flying four people out to the Bahamas just to kill them. Like he could have done that shit in Atlantic City. He could have done it fucking anywhere on the East Coast. Sked storm season. That's what I said. Like it's cheaper and more efficient to kill them locally. Don't fly (laughs) them out for vacation, then kill them. He wanted to be extra. He wanted to be he wanted to go on a vacation. Where where does he get the money? Miles. (laughs) It's all miles. It's all miles. I'm like, what what does his dad do? He's a killer fisherman. Like he's not making enough money to fly four no, people out on an all-inclusive but, holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's mm-hmm. been dead, so maybe he's had time to save money. I, I want to see the deleted scene where he was coming up with like the name and went, Hey dad, do you know it'll be good <laughs> if we do this? So I will oh, say this. Too obvious, about- it's too obvious. <laughs> I will say this about the end, because it is completely ridiculous. But it is the exact opposite of I know what he did last summer because I know what he did last summer is so convoluted. Mm-hmm. I every time I show up that movie, I love it because I grew up with it. But like I have to pause. But okay, this is what they're saying: this person killed this person, but then they accidentally killed that person. But they think they killed that person the whole time, and it's <laughs> you have to explain it to people. And this one, it's like literally he's been son. I had to go and I had to go and read it back just to make sure I had some sense of what the hell was going on in the second one. Just while I think while I think about it and my hot take, there's a third one called I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. Don't do it. Don't watch it. I'm not I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it, but the title really irritates me because it can't be I'll always know what you did last summer, because that's just the summer before. So unless this goes on and on and on. <laughs> it should be, I'll always know what you did that summer. <laughs> I mean, I will say... Context is important. That, that third sequel is still just continuing watching white teenagers do bullshit things. Mm-hmm. Like, that. it could be last summer, and it could be the next summer, and the summer after that, and the summer after that. Mm-hmm. You watch the third mm-hmm. one so you don't have to. I, yeah, I no. try not to say a movie shouldn't have ever been made, but that one should have never been made. Because they're redeeming qualities. Because usually, I'm like a film was made. That's something to celebrate, even if it's a bad time. And that one, I'm like, no. It's just that we can all do this. Natural twist as well. They should. Yes. Yes. That can fuck off. So it doesn't make sense. They don't explain it. No. They're somehow in Colorado, but there's no. It's it's. It's not good. It's so bad. And then the it acting is miss, terrible. It made me miss Ben's son. Let's just say that. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> we all miss Ben's son because he was that. That's a hunk of horror right there. So, he is very get, that, get that motherfucker on dress. He can cut me up any day. Listen. <laughs> Has anyone seen the TV series that came out last year? No, I, I saw the first it. episode. Don't do it. Like mm-hmm. I saw the first mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> so what? Like I, what we can gather from that is that I always know what you did last summer and the TV series. Um, they just can't better. I still know what we did last summer. It's a mic. It was too good. It's too good. It's too Sorry, good. It you can't it top it. Good. Just like it's me, perfect. can't top it. If you had to win a ranking, the is it Helen Shivers? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's right. If you, if you had some way of bringing her alleyway oh scene my. 
God. Into the second, oh. I would be inclined to agree with you that this is better than the first. Or just Very have good. like the scene is incredible. Okay, it let is. me let me posture the, this. Because you know, like we get all like Ray doing Ray stuff for basically all of the film. <laughs> just like Freddie Prince running around looking lovely and like having a sleep Great. on the Greyhound bus. Like Baby Girl him. is gorgeous, but what is right. his purpose? Nothing. He just goes <laughs> on right like, over. There are four and a half minutes of him on a Greyhound bus, just having a little nap. Yes. Love it. Does he only try once to call her? Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense. How much? How much time do you want him to waste? Just sitting there waiting, I, trying to call the back room. Phone call is okay. Do you remember? Right. I love, I'll, I'll he was that. using a payphone, so he might not have had change. Yeah. yeah. I'll always know how you tried to get in contact with me last summer. <laughs> Yeah, my other issue with Ray this time around, because I have many issues with Ray being worthless, is they are not in a good place in this relationship, clearly, because he drives out here to however far away her college is, and they fight, he drives back, he won't come with her on this trip, but he has an engagement ring in his pocket, he has an engagement ring, and I'm like, you can't be in the same room together. I don't think you talk about marriage. That is very realistic. I know many straight friends, and I'm like, do you need, I mean, I don't, not as straight friends, friends in general. I'm like, I mean, I'm happy for you, but like, is this a good choice? You can't <laughs> fix this with 2.4 carat sterling silver. You can't do that. Or, you or you've known her for six months. Is this a good idea? Listen, mm-hmm. listen. I love watching him brush his teeth at the end. I think it's really cute. <laughs> He's just Here's cute. Yeah. He is has the material, that's like... for sure. They have to force feed us cuteness in that like final dream sequence, whatever you want to call it. Because there's so yeah. many like push-in shots to like um like dress pillows and cuddly bears. Cause it's like, oh, guess what? No, they, they do like each other. They do promise. Look, they've got a fucking four-foot teddy bear in the corner. They like each other. <laughs> yes. That's four right. Four foot. Four foot teddy bear. The, the bigger the teddy bear, the bigger the problems. Wow. <laughs> You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They should not have happened. Wisdom. Wisdom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But is the film just not trying to say to you, like really, really subversively, that Ray is utterly pointless, that that cis hat white men are entirely pointless, and that Julie should just get with um with Brandy? I I that would be that would be amazing. Yeah, I love that. But I think they've probably only got Freddie Prince Jr. back because it's Freddie Prince Jr. And I think you need. That selling I mean, point as a, as a counter to Jennifer. I need him there. I'm okay with it too. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay totally with it being that he should have died. Let's say I right? think he should have died. I like that no. he's like literally killed him with his baby dog eyes. Like <laughs> <laughs> with his granddad shirt, like literally unbuttoned so, all the fucking way to show off his collar. Yeah, I I need that. I actually yeah. physically need that. So <laughs> no. he's and like, I've take- been fishing. Look at these arms. I'm like, oh, Freddie. What? Oh, Freddie, stop. <laughs> Like big, big thank you to director Danny Cannon because he just keeps Freddie Prince Jr. completely off camera until the rain comes on. What we wanted. We're, like, we're just going to get him wet and we're going to choke him out. And I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. Supply and demand, baby. Listen. The film knows me <laughs> when I was like seven. It knew me. <laughs> knew what was going on. Yeah, all of our diaries. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This My is the shower scene from the first movie. Yes. I was that was like little old trip wow. watching that. Nice like, there's something I like about this movie. Oh, <laughs> the awakening. I think Freddie uh, Prince, yes. Freddie Prince Jr. owns his own wrestling promotion now. I think, or he's or he's in the process of starting one. So weirdly enough, even years later, greased up men is what he's working with. So there you go. <laughs> so, 
I love the comeback story. I'm supporting it. <laughs> like, a good career to me. Same. Yeah. Um, so to summarize then, before I still what you did last summer, Daniel, do you have any hot takes or summarizing statements for your film? Yes. Brazil needs to change the capital to <laughs> Rio. <laughs> and I won't rest until they do it. <laughs> Let's start it here. Yes, I learned. I learned all of my yes, all of my global history. I learned from. I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> is, it, is it not Brady. weird? That, sorry, just is it not weird? They go, hey, what's the capital of Brazil? You're going to Barbados. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's America. It's I mean, not even makes sense, babe. <laughs> we're having a go. Like, we're having a go. Hey, the capital's Rio. Hey, we're flying you off for a holiday to Rio. But can we just like? <laughs> I think we should like, uh, Daniel. I, I think you're saying that flippantly, but there is a genuine cultural impact of this movie because if you were in a pub quiz and the question came up. What is the capital of Brazil? I can fucking guarantee you, you'll think about I don't know what we did last summer. Oh, oh, and when I hear Brazil, I think about it. <laughs> Scream hasn't changed my life like that. Final um, Destination has. Nightmare oh. on Elm Street hasn't changed my life like that, but I still know what you did last summer. Did. You know yes. you stopped sleeping around the time you met Freddy Krueger. Don't even lie. No, don't I even don't. lie. No, I didn't. I just left my door unlocked. <laughs> I am. For final destination. I invested I in caller ID so I can know who the fuck was calling me. I've not been so, on a tanning bed again. since. And I don't drive I don't drive behind logs. Like not drive no, if I'm in a car. I, same. And you same. see it you're like flying. I, I don't know any millennials that do. I'm on that fucking plane, and now every time I fly, I'm like, we're going down. What? To, well, to be honest, hard. maybe, Mitch, why I was so scared on Smiler, maybe it's because of Final Destination. Yeah, the, or maybe the, it's because people actually lost the legs on that ride. None of that yeah, shit that's, is going to win you a 100 pound bar tab. A what? None of that shit is going to win you on a 100 pound bar tab. It I might. Last time I might. You know, fair enough, fair enough. And the local weathers, when they say, oh, what's the capital of Brazil, you'd be like, at black. Bill Cobb. <laughs> he fucking knows. Let me call Bill Cobb. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Cobb knows. <laughs> he knows. Honestly, iconic. Um, iconic. Yeah. So I think so. I we've it. seen Jason take Manhattan, we've seen fishermen take the Bahamas. Um, who is going to take us home? Good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck. We right? do have big shoes to fill. We have big <laughs> shoes to fill, but but we're ready. We're prepared. Alrighty. Okay. Let's go. Sheree, you want me to start? Sure. Do it. Do it. So anyone who listens to our show knows that Sheree and I very rarely agree on anything. <laughs> it's part it's of our charm. Show. It's part of our charm. But one sequel that we both 100% agree on is Scream 2022. It is a, an incredible legacy sequel. It gave us everything we wanted in our legacy characters while not too much of them and raising the stakes from the franchise. It honestly, I, this I'm just going to head to my hot take. I think that Scream 2022 is the best legacy sequel of any legacy sequel that's been released. That's including yeah. Star Wars. That's including Jurassic Park. That's including all of them. Scream 2022 is the best. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, 
Radio silence did the damn thing. Um, they- I was just burping, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just doing a burp and just at the wrong time, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> I was like, we have to talk about radio silence, share them. No. But like uh, they they gave us a requel, they explained the requel. We get new characters that we're like obsessed with because like they have spicy drama and ties to the past. Because if you're gonna come back here to Woodsboro, you better be fucking Billy Loomis's daughter. You better be. Don't give me less. Don't give me you better less. Better be Randy's uh, niece and nephew. Like listen, I see Kyle pissing on the wall and then getting the red right hand death. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> yeah, we see it. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna we be for one day. Piss, piss, choke me out. And I was like, Why ah! I'm like <laughs> And I will say this too. Scream 2022 has some of the most visceral deaths in the entire franchise. Mm. When oh. Deputy, she's not Deputy I... now, but Deputy Judy, she'll she ain't nothing Deputy now. Judy <laughs> she ain't nothing now. But when she gets stabbed the fuck out outside in the front yard in the middle of the damn day, what is going on in Woodsboro, y'all? It that is, last is crazy. That's it why is great. She's it is, it is, it is brutal. So all it the, the night. The knife and throat stuff looks absolutely Ooh, amazing. Yes. Like Wes got it in the neck, and I think that's what Wes Craven would have wanted. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> literally. After the oh. shower scene, I don't want to jump in, oh, but like, can it. we yeah. just say like this as a fucking homage to the late and great Wes Craven? Just like, yes. not not only like by taking this like insanely fucking genre redefining. Uh, film adapting it to the modern day, um, but just those little nods, those little touches. The uh, the four Wes banner in the background of the, I know uh, of the oh, party sequence. Um, yeah. the, t- the like the, the character right. titled Wes getting the gnarliest fucking practical effects kill. The whole thing, yes. but also being like Wild. a sweetheart, and then also subverting like the psychotrope and being a male blonde getting killed in, in the shower. I live. Oh, I live. Oh, like, Radio Silence are nerds like the rest of us. And so they were like, we've studied these movies. And, like, to be fair, there is no bad scream. We have our least favorite. Um, But there is no bad scream. But it's, it's not bad. Fragile. It's not right. bad. It's just what's, not what's your, least fa- what's your least favorite? It's three. not great. Three. <gasps> three four. Four. But, I, but I also oh. love three. It's eight out of ten. It's so fucking, yes. it's fucking cast. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. It's got Parker Posey. Love I it. can go wrong. Can't. Yeah. No, right. like, it's a good time. Like, I, I'm not like, let me skip this one. I'm just like, never. She's not the same as the others, but let's do it. Like, <laughs> um, I, again, like, for you to like reset and reboot something done by Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson and to have it feel like they did it, like, I, if I was a newborn baby and I was like, these are horror movies, I'm going to do these first, I wouldn't be able to be like, these are different people. I'd be like, right. is it the same person? And they'd be like, no, we tricked you, bitch. And I'd be like, thank right. you. Like- and and it, 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 it just, it is, it's the perfect callback. It's the perfect, um, uh, you know, legacy <laughs> to Wes Craven. You know, I love that Kevin Williamson was at least involved. Um, I, I watched the special features on the Blu-ray and mm-hmm. The new cast actually ended up watching a screening of the original film on the lawn of Stu's house. Oh wow! Which would have been wild. I mean, they do that though. They do that as a thing. So like, I love um, that. The band Ice Nine Kills also did like a screening off screen in Stu's house, like the, oh. the house that the, 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 the oh, I, oh, I would have. I love it. And it, and then you can, can just tell. I love you can Ice Nine Kills. Everyone... So Horror Fest twenty twenty three. We'll do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Let's do it. But I, you can tell that everyone involved in the show and that film was 
a fan of the originals. And I think that's why I feel it. it. And that's why Nev and uh, Gail and uh, David decided to come back. Cause I mean, Nev was done. Nev was like, I'm not doing it. Unless you give me something that's worth my time and money. Uh, I'm not doing it. And she read the script and, and loved it. Well, they sent her a letter and told her like pitched it to her. And she was like, I feel like you have the, you have the legacy of this franchise at heart. And, mm-hmm. I'll sign on. I don't believe any sequel that doesn't have any of the original cast in it or living cast anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I, I do have a bit. I do have my problems with this scream. I will say, and that's partly on me. That's my own expectations going in and what I wanted to happen. I want. I wanted Sydney to die. Yes. Just because yeah, no. it should have been. It should have been. But I mean, you know, we got Dewey, and that was heartbreaking, and that was horrible. And the more times I've watched it, the more I've got on board with it. That happened with Screen 4 as well. I really did not enjoy Screen 4 the first time I saw it. And it's just gradually kind of grown on me the more I've watched it. And this is yeah. doing the same. Plus, Jack Quaid. Listen, you know. listen. Yeah. I love when he runs in to be the worthless boyfriend. Um, but this time he was like, I'm worthless, but I'm not. Ha ha, <laughs> stab me the fucking side. Because like, I, I had a question to Tragedy Girls and I was like, oh, where he come from? And he's like, I'm Meg Ryan's son, bitch. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Dakota, Dakota Johnson's brother. So I keep forgetting about her. You're right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do really wish Jack Quaid would stop dying and stuff. That's, I, I, love, I, love, I love him. I just want him to hang. Just hang in there. I was gutted in Tragedy, tragedy Girls. Absolutely. His death killed me at Tragedy Girls. It really did. Mm -hmm. It needed to happen though. Because those girls are secretly in love and that's the sequel show that we are waiting for is for them Mm -hmm. to be like, we're also dating while we kill people. And I'm like, (laughs) opens wallet, gives all five of my dollars. Look. Milo would do that as well. He'd be so fucking game for that. No doubt. I want it. Um, they were supposed to get there was talks of a show and then COVID happened, and so I don't know where that went. But like I was like, that's a dream gig to write for the Tragic Girls TV show. When is it happening? And people like yeah. COVID, bitch. We, we let things go. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't let it go. I let nothing go. <laughs> I, I must tweet at least once a week that I need this Tragedy Girls sequel, and he's he must be getting sick of me tweeting about it now. But I won't st- I will not stop until it just give it to us and we'll go away. What? <laughs> Anything that that's stopped him making segments with VHS. Oh, <laughs> that this is the thing about Scream yes. as well. Yes, yes, wow. yes, yes. This um, this like meta thing you've got going on in Scream as well works really well for it. Does so, some of it um, at the first when I heard the speech in um Randy's house, mm-hmm. I thought it was a bit. Oh, it, it felt a bit cringy just a bit forced but the more you watch it you're like actually that's not that's not the, the worst thing in the world the more you watch it you get on twitter and you're like oh oh <laughs> yeah. that's not what they're talking about <laughs> i love media that calls out what's gonna be said oh my god everybody's a mess oh, yeah. me everybody's we've also got me. one up in the bedroom as well as you should um i love I, 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 I love media that calls out what's going to be said about it in a casual way because like people are the worst and so you give them gold and they'll be like i didn't like this camera angle and it's like did you go to film school chad and chad's like no but i know this camera angle and i know i hate it and that's why i'm giving your movie a two and the, i'm like well chad 
<laughs> the incel outpouring for stuff like Wonder Woman and the Ghostbusters remake and even Batman with the lighting, people just kicking off. Like, why? You are embarrassing yourself. You have no business being this person and yet here you are showing your ass for everyone to see. I also it gets say, me so mad. I'm like, where's say, your movie? I'm not saying. I was like, where's your movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I will also say I love that the end of this scream, everyone's still standing besides uh, uh, Mindy's brother. I can't. Uh, Chad. 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 That's yeah. that's apropos. Uh, He's a good. You can't forget him, Trent. Come on. Right. He showed his essay to get cast. He's like, I he really did. Did love it. Here's but my all essay. The, all the people that are grade. standing at the end are all women, mm-hmm. and two of mm-hmm. them are brown women. So mm-hmm. three. Yeah. It's Sydney, Gail, Tara, and Sam. And Mindy. Mm-hmm. And Mindy. Uh, oh, Mindy. but Mindy's not standing. She's been stabbed. Whoa! Lying. Okay. Whoa! 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 literally standing. Like literally, not alive. Yeah. Clearly, then there's like four. Yeah, more no. a forty-five degree lean. I'm not sure. <laughs> Last scene of them standing over the dead bodies is like you know, two brown women are the you know, the final mm-hmm. girls because Mindy's the one that Mindy and Chad they're still alive, but they're supposed we're supposed to think they're dead. The whole time I was like Mindy got stabbed in the shoulder. She's still alive. You can survive that. Had they killed Mindy or Chad, we would not be having this conversation. I'd be like, Radio Silence is dead to me. They hurt me too many times. I, I was genuinely surprised Chad was still alive because it looked like he Damn. got stabbed like, in, yeah, the, like, in the artery. I was like, he's gone. No, it goes to my new theory that he's the new Dewey. So he's going to get stabbed every movie from here on out. Oh, that'd be nice. Aww. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you all feel about the Billy Ghost flashback? I hate it. Hate it. It's, it's so it's not even the fact. Sorry, Mitch. It's not even them stopping you right there. It's not even the fact that she's having these flashbacks. It's that she's having these flashbacks to Billy when he's dressed up as he was on the final night he died. Mm-hmm. How do you know that? How is that even in the... And the fact as well is veneers are the biggest thing I've ever seen. What happened to your teeth? Well, okay, hold on. Answer, answer, Skeet. (laughs) She would have known because of the movie, because of Stab. She would have known what he was. She could have known that. Like, she could have known that because they would have. They would have been crime scene photos. Oh, that's what where Chris he was said. wearing. Yeah. That could be white, white t-shirt stained by blood, and his immaculate, impeccable center parting still preserved on the floor of that house. There's no she reason also could have read um, Gail Weather's book. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's Maybe. no reason his teeth should be fixed, though. Come no. on. Well, the teeth the C- I can't question. The CGI <laughs> on Skeet Ulrich's face is a crime, and it's one no. I cannot oh, forget from this yes. movie. No, I um, couldn't quite figure no. that out. No, the nineties were horrible. They were hard. Listen, they were hard I times. Was like, I was like, sure. Who's her Let's... doctor as well? It's like how those how those antipsychotics working for you? Well, not not, not great to be honest, Doc. No, no, like literally. <laughs> The Billy of it all is the one thread that I cannot make excuses for. Because like when you introduce those visions, you're saying that something's wrong with her, but you're also making it seem like it's genetic, but we're not getting her diagnosis if it's genetic. So like I, is it schizophrenia, but I also felt, convenient I schizophrenia. Like, sorry, darling. I, I, I felt like it was maybe a connection to what Sydney was going through with her mother and how Sydney was worried mm-hmm. she was going to end up like her mother mm-hmm. and she's worried that she's going to end up like Billy and that's what gives them that connection. I didn't think about it that way. Sort of thing. Yeah. 
I do like that. I do. 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 <laughs> You'll be just like me. Anyway, uh, I don't. I don't necessarily love that she had the visions. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. You know, I did like. But it sets Tito us Rich. up for such an incredible denouement. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was a fun moment for sure. Yeah. How, how, how did you? How did you feel about it, Daniel? Because you didn't actually say how you felt about it. I, I I'm not sure. I really go back and forth on it, frankly. I, I didn't I didn't quite under I genuinely didn't quite understand. I thought, is he CGI to look like 17 again? Or is this just like his the father figure just wearing this? I I kind of was like, what what? Um so I, I didn't I kind of go back and forth on it. Sometimes I kind of liked it. And then other times I, I felt there it was heavy on the cringe factor for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't love the idea of introducing the, the, the uh, an unre- unreliable narrator, even though, you know, I don't think that she necessarily was, but like there's, she might be the killer. There's something wrong with her. Ah. Uh, I don't yeah. love. I don't love. I that. think that was supposed to be a red herring, but it never worked for me. As yeah, it didn't quite. Never it didn't quite it. work. I love seeing Skeet Ulrich though, but I, yeah. it, it's the only element of the film that I didn't love, mm-hmm. and that's why I'll. I still know what you last summer is the best sequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't think like it's it's just them deciding to take um. So the the obviously the film it decides to take a very very. It, it, like it, precise stab at elevated horror and the A24 yeah. uh, subgenre, um, which is basically characterized by intergenerational trauma. For and sure. They're just doing that as well. Um, I th- even if it's slightly like chintzy or cringy, it's them deciding to take a trope that they're also taking the piss out of in a classic Williamson way. Let's Let's go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. I mean, I think I I I do like the idea. Yeah, of mirroring the relationship between Cindy and her mother and Sam and her father. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting point, and I think that something I hadn't thought of, to be honest. Because damn, yeah. I like that too. It just feels a little last summer to me. But that's a good thing. <laughs> well, it's obviously a good thing. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, we mentioned <laughs> Amber and that reveal. Fuck me. I remember like genuinely like I, I, I really, really like I'm fully on board with the film now, but I remember watching it in the cinema and where you've got all that like literally like decades of hype built up within you, obviously. Um and uh I was not on board that much. I was like, okay, some parts are yeah. You're winning me, but you're also losing me at the same time because I do think elements of this film are not made for me, and that's totally okay. Um, it's them projecting it onto a um, newer audience, a next generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, this isn't a film for millennials; it's for Gen Z, and that's that's totally great. Um, but when Amber shot her in the face, I was like, "Welcome to Act 3. I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She delivers that line so well. It's oh. 
My only other note about this movie um, is that Amber was too easily the villain. Like I knew from the second we met her, she's one of the killers and I was looking for the other one the rest of the movie. Um, mm. And so like, I was like, how are you going to redeem that? She gave this away. And then she shot her in the head. And I was like, that's how you redeem it. I'm okay with this now. Yes. <laughs> but it, did, did it, Sheree, did it trick you in the basement with Mandy where she was like, well, maybe I'm the killer. Well, maybe I'm the killer. I knew she was from the moment we met her in the hospital because she was so possessive of Tara yeah. and she was just mm. playing as if she's the villain. Uh-huh. And I know that like in the earlier drafts, I like her that. and Tara were supposed to be a couple. Um, and they were like, that doesn't feel right if we like make them a couple and then like have one of the like, few lesbians murdering people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm wondering if she got her like wires crossed in like the script or she's like, I already started processing this. Cause like, she was always like Tara, hand on shoulder. No one's talking yeah. to Tara. And I was like, also, it was her phone. She's like, it was clone. And I'm like, you said that too many times. I, you did this. Who's your Scream, friend? Scream loves to clone a phone. Listen. Yeah. Listen. That's why I bought no. it. It loved to clo- it loves Listen. clone a phone. Yeah. Um, I knew she was it. And then like when Jay Quay got the boyfriend stab in the arm, I was like, so it really is him. Mm-hmm. We're done. How are we going to make it Art. spicy? And it went to the Stu's house. And I was like, oh, this is Stu's house. I'm like, it's Stu's house. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> we're doing it all. What? We're doing it all. <laughs> Uh, Tara as a final girl. Talk. Love her. Love, Love. her. Oh. Love. Take a is the season. Like, literally. Yeah. Who, who's going to stop her? Who's going to check her? Nobody. I mean, it's not, she's, I mean, honestly, she's been in two of the biggest, most successful horror films of this year with X and Scream. Yes, like, that's right. I, just, she, I, don't, I don't think she's, she's, she's given enough as a, a, fi- a final girl. Isn't she in the baby? She, she seems to be laid well. around for quite a while and enough that opening scene and then the scene uh, in the fucking the opi- hospital corridor the opening scene's great and all that but it's not it's not like what sydney went through it's not the no, constant barrage of sydney no 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 of course i'm not. on your side i'm on your side there i, I, I hear you I, yeah I, I think if, if you're going to introduce a new sydney as they are trying to do i think you need to give a more something more to work with and I, I didn't feel that she got enough I think Sam's the new Sydney I right. think I figured her out all the way yet but she's part of the final girl trio yeah. we have surviving mm-hmm. I didn't connect mm-hmm. with Sam as much as I did Jenna Ortega's character I couldn't I don't know I couldn't get on I couldn't get on board with her I like her but I was like I was like I, I hope first well god bless I know she's in it but I'm like, let's have less Sam in Scream Six, honestly. You know, I'm... like she's not got a great deal of background. They try, they try to do that. Like, oh, she ran, she had that bad relationship with her, and then she just left. And it just didn't. If you, you can't do a whole backstory and show scenes to fill that out. So if you're just gonna tell us and go, hey, look, she's slightly damaged, and you go. Yeah, well, so is everyone in every horror. Yeah, we'll get in line. My, yeah. my other thing is she was on antipsychotics, and so we don't really know who she is because she was medicated the fuck out the whole movie, the whole experience. Yeah. And yeah. so if she's off of her meds in the second one for the right reasons, not her just being like, ha-ha, fuck it. Um, but she's like, weaned <laughs> off of them, we might be able to see more of her and more depth. And also, they have to fight the mother in the second one, right? Because, like, who's the mom? That's what I need to know. Who is oh. the mom? Who else is really fucking other than Stu and Sydney? I'm always, oh, yeah. back to I'm always bought back into the, 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 Twitter, the Twitter conspiracy that her mom is one of those girls from the bathroom scene. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god. 100%. Is her be- bubble butt boyfriend, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so good. 
Like we have to meet the mom first. Like if we don't yeah. meet the mom in the first five minutes of the sequel, um, what are we doing? What are we doing? The, the, the cold open of Scream Six is that's, her that's character when we... landing in JFK because the film's set in New York as well, and being like, "The fuck is going on, Tara?" <laughs> yes. Nice. What if she's like on the plane watching a scary movie, and the person to see next to her is Ghostface? Oh god, we need a CA. We definitely need a yes, that would open be with awesome. that. Yes. Daniel, yes. Yeah. We need you to are. get on the internet and make sure that we get these ideas across so that they actually happen. Like two days ago, they did their first test screening of Scream 6. Um, my did... brother saw it yesterday. Fuck you. He did. He saw okay. it yesterday. Did he did he tell you anything about it? Did it go well? Yes, he did signed he like an NDA. It? It's my literally my twin brother. I share the same DNA as he did, and he wouldn't tell me anything. He signed an NDA. Do you have like a, twi- fact- a twin connection that you like felt the fact that you didn't tie your twin brother, put him in a closet, and go in his place? Let's know you're not dedicated. I doubt your commitment to sparkle well, Daniel. No, <laughs> listen, no, let me let me ex- let me explain because uh, Scream means so much to me. Although I, I still know Chilla Summer is the best sequel, Scream means so <laughs> much to me, really, that when when uh, uh, Scream Five was announced, I d- chose not to read anything watch any trail i didn't see one trailer i didn't see anything i knew nothing because i wanted to go in pure and and so that is a choice i could tie him down and i could make him feel incredible pain and make him tell me (laughs) everything but i'm i'm making that choice it's really hard to live this way though but um um, i like your choice in doing that i do that with jordan peele films i don't like to watch trailers or anything so i i feel you you're doing a noble thing here I do that with all movies because people love ruining things. That's the new pastime mm-hmm. on Twitter is to be like, I saw it. Let me tell you everything. It's like, what if I want to see it? I'm going to pay for it Tuesday. And I would like it to see it. It came out yesterday. Too. Calm the fuck right? down. Right. They're, they're like live tweeting from the theater now. I'm like, do they not take phones away anymore? Like, what is happening? <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I will say this about I will say this about Sam, because I do think she is the I mean, I love all three of our final girls we get, the new final girls we get in Scream. But she is kind of the weakest for me. But I also think it's the writing's fault because they spent so much time trying to get me to believe that she was this unreliable narrator. narrator, But I never bought into that. So therefore, like, her main character defining kind of trope, I guess, was not working from the jump. But I think the actress is great. I'm excited to see what happens in a sequel with her. Hopefully she we get more into like what is her diagnosis like what Trey was saying and um stuff like that but i do think out of the three new final girls mindy's my favorite hands down agreed agreed mm-hmm. yeah i mean jasmine savoy brown is also the season you have two of Reason our like reigning final girls hanging out in a movie and so like of course i'm gonna show up every time because like jenna and jasmine who else is doing this who else is doing this what this duo is doing um <laughs> Like both of them this year, just like fucking one left and right. Cause like Jenna did this X um, Wednesday Studio Six Six Six, which I still not seeing. I was supposed to get a screener. Yeah, things she happened. Loves that, yeah, yeah. And that's what we know about because she's always got like nine things lined up. And so I'm just like, this right. is what we can prove. And, um, and, and I will say this about Tara: I think utilizing her as the first attack was genius, especially with all the ties back to Drew Barrymore. All the little like the the mm-hmm. cookie mo- the cookie mo- cookie crumb moments and like and then having her still be alive yeah being the first I, the, the only opener to survive yeah. yeah flipped it on its head and I was like and then to see her at the end I will say this for all of our final 
women at the end. None of that was easy. I mean, Gail and Sydney were stabbed no. and slung around a room and had to light a girl on fire. <laughs> uh, <that> <laughs> Sam had to flip down on some stairs and like none That's of that was easy on any of them. Tara, poor Tara was in a boot and still had ligament damage trying to run away from these people. <laughs> so like this, it was brutal and but so fun too. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. So, um, any hot takes, closing statements on Five Cream? (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to say that I wrote a piece on Five Cream before I saw it, saying what I needed from this movie, and it all happened. So all the people who were haters, um, (laughs) see yourselves out. Right this time it's agreed, because they did it before I wrote it, and then I saw it. (laughs) Um, I, I don't really have a hot take on it. I just, I, again, it's got better the more I've watched it, and I'm looking forward to watching it many more times to, yes, fully get on board with it. Yeah, yeah. I've already said mine, where I think this is the best fr- uh, legacy sequel of any franchise that has made one. So, can we choose violence and ask where everybody's ranking of screamers? Because now there's five. What are your rankings? Let's do violence. Violence. Yeah, like, right. what? What's yours? What's yours? You go first. Oh, okay. Damn. Um, I'm a scream, and then I'm torn between four and five. I like them both a lot more than the other two. I know I'm a problem. Um, and then I'm into two, and then three is my last place. Mine is one, three, five, two, four. I'd go one, three, two, five, four. I'm one. Three. I'm one, two, four, five, three, but all the first four are tied. <laughs> I'm close to three. I have one, two, one, two, five, four, three. I don't get, don't get a same two, trick. One, five, four, three. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you all <laughs> hey I appreciate the three stands out there I love, I love three, three. I, I love, love three, three, three deserves yeah. it stands and I'm just not one of them what's the printer saying what's it saying <laughs> my lawyer liked that, that. <laughs> did, did you guys know did you guys know that David Arquette is like an authorized Bob Ross painting instructor yes. No. He gave them lessons on Scream Five. He gave them lessons in that, and he also did some of the stunts because he's—he was a wrestler. He's yeah, the he was, yeah, yeah. He, I, I will just—I will just say, if you've not seen, you cannot kill David Arquette. It's oh amazing. my god, it's a work of art. That it's documentary. So good. I want to see you just, cannot paint like David Arquette as well. Honestly, <laughs> the next. Thing. <laughs> Faye doesn't care for wrestling at all, but she'll tell you how amazing that documentary is. It's so good. He gets beaten up for real. Like, he nearly <laughs> dies. I mean, oh, I mean wow. he suggested Courtney Cox's um, bangs in three, so he kind of deserved it. We love wow. him, but, like, he deserved that beating. <laughs> I just thought the, you know, hair and makeup hated it on that film, because why else... Rumor has it because they were married at the time, and he was like, "Wouldn't it be cool to do like a Betty Page thing?" And that's what happened instead. And it's there that forever. is not a Betty Page cut. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It was the end of their marriage. <laughs> Rightly so, if you ask me, that would be grounds for divorce. Yes. Courtney was Absolutely. like, "No." 
Amazing. Well, I think we I think we've done it. I think we've found the best slasher sequel. Undisputed. We will not take any questions. Uh, we will not take any dispute uh, because we're right and you're wrong. And that's why we're here. So if you're there. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, bitches. Uh, for tonight, this is us. Um, you will be able to uh find us at Nightmare on Fear Street. You can find us at Nightmare Fierce on Twitter and a Nightmare on Fear Street on Instagram. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and from Sheffield. You can find us at Spit Grays on both Twitter and Instagram and I Spit on Your Grays on Facebook. And director of one of my favorite films of the year. You can Woo! find me on Instagram at DanielXMontgomery.com. Or no, just at DanielXMontgomery. That's my Instagram. My my <laughs> website, my website is Daniel-Montgomery.com. We should all, or a dash. You can buy me. We should all make our Instagram handles dogcom. <laughs> <laughs> we lived through that like millennium bug shit. We should, we yep. should appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Sheree. Thank you, Trent. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Faye. And thank you, Daniel, for joining thank us for this live discussion. Um, and yes, we will be back in just about 10, 15 minutes for our closing ceremony of So Home Horror Fest 2022. But Ooh. thank you all so much for coming together to celebrate this uh, this centenary anniversary. It's only been four years, but it's been 10 virtual festivals because I'm nothing but fertile. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and embracing the love of the slasher sequel. Mwah. Good night. Bye. 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 I'll take over Manhattan. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I kept the mics on just for that last little bit. <laughs> nice. Make it worth it. Worth it. <laughs> um, it's 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 so nice to meet you all. I have to run, but it's so so nice to meet everybody. This nice was so to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for including me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for the Jesse Kevin. Thank yes. You. yes, yes. Can't wait for you to watch it. Thanks. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks so much Bye. for joining us, Daniel. Bye. 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 I suppose oh, we better uh, get ready for your final film because you've only got 10 minutes. Oh, that's all right. That's... You're going to need wine. <laughs> I'm very, sorry? You're going to need more wine. I don't have any more wine. It's so you run out. done. It's done. Oh, no. What are you going to drink? I've got work at 7 a.m. tomorrow. I can't drink no more. I've got Are you sure you're not sick? I've Good. got tequila. Good. <laughs> I'm 